Hey, this is Nicole Herring, and you are listening to The Spark Series, a podcast created to inspire women to emerge from the fog of motherhood and pursue the passionate, creative life she desires, even if she's a mom. So pop in your earbuds, enjoy a 10-second dance party, and let's get moving. Whether you're catching up on laundry, taking a walk, or making a grocery run, it's time to take 20 and get inspired. Let's do it. Hey, 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 I hope you did a little dance and got your body moving and just got up and, I don't know, at least got excited to hear another podcast. Anyhow, I originally had planned to dive right into some inspirational uh, content regarding how to get your creative juices flowing, but before I do that, I kind of thought I might as well, I don't know, just like tell you what you're in for when listening to this podcast. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and fry, fry. I'm going to fly my freak flag right up front because here's the thing. I see meaning in like every experience of life. It's this weird thing that I have a specific perspective that is different than most people's. And I'm not saying that because that makes me good, better, or whatever than anybody else. I just have a gift of perspective. Um, I really am just so repelled by self-sabotaging stories. And so when I hear someone say a story, whatever it is that they're saying, like, I'm not good at blah, 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 or this always frustrates me, or I always get X, Y, Z to happen in my life you know, whatever. These self-sabotaging stories just blow my mind, irk me, and make me feel all ruffled in the feathers. Um, And here's the thing. I have been through dark times when those self-sabotaging stories have been in my own mind and been in my own heart. And so I'm not speaking from a place of like, oh, I don't ever have negative thoughts, or I don't ever have, you know, bad things happen to me that feel like they've happened more than one time. And, you know, this is not just a coincidence. Like, why does this keep happening to me? Those thoughts absolutely come in my mind. I am, I'm a freaking human. Okay. Everything that happens to you happens to me and everything that can happen to me can also happen to you. And I don't mean exact experiences. I'm just saying ways of thinking. Okay. So I want to start by saying that everybody has these moments. Everybody has that experience. And the difference I feel like that I have is that I really seek to find the meaningful message and to let go of the self, the sabotaging story, whatever it is. And so uh, meaningful messages and seeing new things from a different perspective, um, that's just, I don't know, I guess it's a gift. I didn't realize that it was a gift until I've been more and more outgoing and speaking and talking perspective and, and talking about what's possible and what's different in life. Um, or what could be different in life. Like I didn't actually realize that that was a gift of mine until time and time again, having conversations with friends and they would just say, I never thought of it that way. Or, you know, I really appreciate your perspective. Like that's something I never would have dreamt of. Um, 
And, and yeah, there's going to be times when I have a suggestion or I have an idea and I say it and people are like, yeah, great. That's your thoughts. That's not mine. And you know what? That's totally okay. I'm not sold on your story if it's not life-giving story. Okay. Like I'm not sold on whatever it is that you're trying to sell yourself of what, how you are or who you are. If it's not the best version of you. You might be sold on that story, but I don't have to be. Um, and you don't have to buy my version. You don't have to believe in what I think is possible, what I think can happen for other people in their life. You don't have to believe that for you and your story. Um, you don't have to buy what I'm selling. And I guess what I'm selling is just the belief that there's new ways of living. There's new ways of thinking, um, or maybe not even new, but different or better or whatever. So um, so I guess I just wanted to start off a little, uh, introduction to some of the weirdness and the things that I experience. And honestly, about, I don't know, it was like, mm, let me see if I can do the math in my head. Cause math is not my strong point. So like 15 years ago, let's just say 15 years ago. So about 15 years ago, I had, was in the middle of a breakup. Okay. I had been dating a guy for four years and while things were really good and we became the best of friends, like the romantic part just wasn't happening. And there finally came a point where it was just like, we are awesome roommates and we are really awesome friends and we deeply care about one another. But like calling this a boyfriend girlfriend relationship, like doesn't even make sense anymore. Um, because that's, far from what we are. So as we break up, um, I, he gives me a book and the book is called the gift. No, what was it called? The gift of no, um, the greatest salesman in the world. Okay. So there's the name of the book. Og Mandino is the author and he gives me this book and I read it like cover to cover and I'm very interested in what it has to say. So you have to realize that I'm at the very beginning of a new freaking journey and I, that's a whole nother story for another day as a, like all the mess that came from that big breakup. And it wasn't just because we broke up and I was heartbroken mess. Like my entire life changed in a week and I'm talking everything top to bottom from who I was living with, who I was dating to where I was living, what I was doing for money. Um, like all things shifted and changed in a week. Um, and so sometimes it's crazy when you get all these things happen and they say everything happens in groups of threes, you know, whatever. And for me, it did. Um, everything that could go wrong did go wrong. And in a matter of a week, I was shifting my life. I was changing direction. And he gave me this book and it literally, it saved me in a way. Like he was still my friend. Even after we broke up and we, we stopped living together, he, we were still great friends. We still talked. He still supported me through the hard parts of going from, just being in consistent communication and relationship with someone who you care about to not having that relationship at, at the beginning of your day. And at the end of your day, like even though it wasn't a romantic relationship, he was still my best friend. And we still had to really just change the way we interacted with each other um, because I was going to start dating again and he was going to start dating again. And like, nobody wants to be dating someone whose best friend is their ex. Like that's just freaking weird people. So anyway, so he gives me this book and I'm like, okay, I'm on the beginning of this new journey and I read it and I love it. And I'm, you know, I'm going out more often. I'm making new friends. And I made this, uh, I became friends with this girl who at the time she was a flight attendant. And so she's getting ready to go on a trip 
and or not a trip, but I guess she's getting ready to go to work. And because she's a flight attendant, it requires a little bit more <laughs> packing and organization than headed to the office for the day. But anyway, so here I am and I'm sitting on this on her toilet. And I mean, not like not on the pot. I mean, the lid is down and I'm chatting with her sitting on her toilet. She's doing her makeup and packing up her toiletries. And I'm telling her like, I don't understand what my problem is. Like I just keep coming up against the same wall or the same thing. I keep blocking myself from moving on and I don't know what the problem is. And she's like, okay. And she's just, you know, putting on her mascara and I'm like, I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to free myself from myself. How do I do that? And she just like looks at me and she's like, dude, you're deep. And I didn't even know what that meant. I was in my early twenties and I was just, you know, like out living the life and partying and, you know, I, I had a good job at that point, but like, you know, I was, I was a responsible person, but I wasn't living in the question of like, what is possible in life? And so as he gave me that book, and then I started kind of diving into that for myself, like my whole journey just started. And so after 15 years of investing my time, some of my money, and like, just asking like, who am I? What do I want from life? And that part of my story has changed like forever. But This is the thing is that when you get into the place where you're living in the question and not in the story, so many more things can come available for you. You can move out of selling yourself the the wrong version of your old life and you can move into a better version of living into the life that you want. You, anything that you want is available to you. And I know that that sounds weird and it's such a cliche. Like we live in a time where there's just transformation everywhere you turn and people are trying to sell you like, I can help you change your life and I can help you, you know, rediscover your stuff. And, and you know what, there are a lot of people out there who can, but the truth of the matter is, is that you can discover these things for yourself. Okay. So you can figure out what it is that you want from life. You can ask yourself to really figure out like the the best version of life and what it would look like, not what you think you could have or what, you know, like seems like a reasonable jump from where you are right now, but like, what's the big goal? What's the big dream? And what do you really want? And so, you know, go, you could read that book, the um, greatest salesman in the world. You can go on Amazon and buy that. And I mean, I don't, make any money off of selling you a book that I didn't write. So that doesn't, that doesn't count for anything, but like get in the question, like get, let yourself be inspired and just decide to let go of the stories that you've been hanging on to about what's possible and where you are in your life right now. So, um, I heard a I heard a song yesterday while I was at church of all places and, um, the, I, I don't know, I'm, I listen to some music, a lot of music, but I listen to a lot of the same things over and over again, or I'm just listening on, you know, Apple or, uh, yeah, like, uh, not Apple iTunes radio. And I just listen to whatever they tell me to listen to. So I have songs I love, but I'm not one of those people who's like on, you know, the verge of all the best new music and like always knows what's happening, what's going on. Um, and so this song, I have no idea how old it's been on there or how old it is or how long it's been around. But like the main part of the book was called, or the, the, of the song, the lyrics um, of the chorus was like young, dumb and broke. And so here it is the story. And, and the, the story I'm getting from the music is that, you know, like these, there's these kids and they're in high school 
and they're at the end of their high school career and they're getting ready to, you know, embark into the next part of their journey. And, you know, they're referring to these young kids as young, dumb and broke. And it reminded me of myself of when I was 18 years old, I lived in Maryland, I moved to Colorado. And at the time I was young, dumb and broke. Like I didn't, I didn't have enough life experience to be freaked out about what I was about to do. Right. So it's just like, I just feel bold. I am young. I'm restless. Like (laughs) I don't, I don't actually watch, um, they, daytime TV. So I don't even know if that show is even around anymore. But you know, here I was 18. And we didn't even have an atlas. Okay, we're getting in the car. And I packed everything that I can possibly fit into my car, even as far as like rolling down the windows and stuffing stuff between the window and the junk, because I could not open the door without fearing that everything would fall out. And so I'm like shoving stuff down in the windows. And rolling it back up and, you know, I got like just enough room out of my rear view mirror to see what's behind me, but not enough to see the headlights of the car behind me, like just enough to see that there's a car. And so anyway, so we drive cross country and we don't even take an atlas. Like we don't have phones. This is 1999 people. We do not have phones. There is no GPS. Or if it, if there was, I was too damn broke to buy it. Like there was no having uh, anything special like that. And what we had was we had this photocopy of a map. Okay. It was a photocopy on an, on a legal size piece of paper, a photocopy of the United States of America with like all of the major highways on it and the interstates or whatever, not, not all the roads, just the major ones. And it's a black and white copy. And we literally were like looking at this and we're like, so I 70, you know, it goes from Maryland to Colorado and we should have no problem getting to where we need to go where we had the address and like basic directions from the highway on how to get to the hotel we would be staying at because it's like a three-day drive we weren't doing it straight through so we stayed two nights in two hotels along the way and we had very basic directions from like the highway to the hotel of which didn't really work out perfectly because construction and belt loops and interchanges and hello I was 18 I did not I was not even that good at driving, let alone following a map and following directions while driving. I mean, I had a friend who was with me, so it wasn't like I was totally alone, but we did not know what we were doing. So, you know, so we're driving, we've got this at this uh, photocopy of the United States of America, and we were pulling past the state lines of Colorado. And I'm thinking to myself, holy cow, we have just done it. We just traveled from cross country. We made it. I can't believe this. The weather is feeling really good because it's mid-September or early September around that time frame. And I'm rolling down my windows and I'm just like, not the back windows because you, as I already told you, there was stuff stuffed in the back windows, but I rolled out my front windows and I just start like, woohoo, screaming, yelling, like, I don't know, I I would love to be more energetic in this moment and tell you exactly what I did, but I can't get there because this is like just an energy you can't replace of like success. I just crossed state lines into the place where I was trying to move. And as if it was totally intentional, um, the map 
the photocopy, it freaking flies out the window. Like not that we had, not that we were able to use it very well because we just got on the one highway and we just, we looked at it. It had zero information on it for us, but it, we looked at it a lot. And it was almost like, I mean, I was looking forward to keeping that map for the rest of my life of just being like, this was the map that got me to where I needed to go. I didn't have all the information. I didn't have all this experience. I didn't have the skills that I needed in life to like make that drive easy or simple or even makes sense. Like who does that? I don't even, I don't even drive to the next zip code anymore without having my phone, which of course has my maps. Like, and that's not because I'm a fearful person. It's just because I'm so conditioned and used to being able to refer to a map anytime I want. But that's the thing about life is that we don't always have maps and we don't always know what to refer to. And we don't know how to look, look forward or look ahead um, in life. Like we can plan. We can have a, a, a very basic photocopy, you know, we can have a basic image of what it is that we want, but that doesn't mean that it's going to work out that way. And you have to be flexible and you have to be able to go with the flow. And so, you know, here we are crossing state lines and there goes our map out the window, which we didn't need anymore, but the poetic, I don't know, and beautiful version of the map flying out the window like the beauty of that just, it just, it really resonated with me. And, and I don't know if you don't find the poeticness of that, I, I don't know if we can be friends, but, it, and I just always see things that way. Like I just always see things that when something small even happens, there's just like a really powerful meaning out of that moment. And I love to see what it, what is that? What is the powerful meaning? So, um, powerful meaning of, Losing the map when you know, once you finally know where you're going and you have a destination and you're out of the unknown of just like, what if, like, you don't need a map. You can do it. You can figure it out. You trust yourself. Trust your gut. Ask yourself, what do you want? Where do, where should I go? What do I need to know? And just trust yourself to be able to get the questions answered as you need them. You don't have to figure out every single question that you need until the end of time, but just what do you need to know today? How do you move forward from where you were yesterday to where you want to be tomorrow? Like, what's the one step you can do today? So don't get too far ahead of yourself, you know? And I mean, I've been investing, like I said, for like 15 years on this personal journey of personal development. Sometimes it was self-help. Sometimes it was going to see therapists. Sometimes it invested in coaching. Sometimes it was going to retreat style weekends. Sometimes, you know, it like it varied over the time. I've read, I don't know, I, I would have to say I would like to count it sometime because I don't know, maybe it's just there's power and knowledge. Maybe. I don't know. But I would say it's like 150 books on my bookshelf, in my nightstand, piled on the floor, in my studio, on my Audible, like the, and then the number of books that I've donated over time because you just can't keep them all. Like, I mean, I've been reading and wondering and asking forever, not forever, for 15 years. And um, I don't know. So I guess that's where my perspective comes from. And my perspective isn't for everyone. But I just wanted to go ahead and, like I said, fly the freak flag because if finding meaningful you know, insight on moments of life is not something that you really want to do or believe in. Like my husband's a pretty logical person. And I really, you know, I, I appreciate the balanced way that he thinks of things, but the way that I see life and the way that I interpret things isn't, I mean, I wouldn't say it's lost on him, but like, he just doesn't see 
like the poetic justice of things. And he doesn't get excited about the little details that I find really important. And it's not that he's not supportive and he doesn't love me. It's just that he doesn't think that way. And so if you don't think that way, this podcast might feel kind of annoying or woo-woo or frou-frou or whatever, but that's really who I am. And so if you want to know um, a new perspective or are interested in the meaning of the world from, I don't know, my eyes and my experience, then I hope you stay and listen. And I hope that it speaks to you. Um, and if it doesn't, no hard feelings. I mean, not, not everyone is for everyone. And that's not about being supportive and saying, Hey, go after your thing and do your thing. But like, not everybody has to like me and my message. And, um, and, and similarly, like I'm pretty protective as to who I bring into my life. I've gone through periods of time where, um, I've been in, dark, uncomfortable, and depressed times. And after I left that, any of those friendships and relationships that were, you know, a byproduct of being uncomfortable, depressed, and and in that dark time, sometimes I've had to let some of those friendships go. And I, I, I send them off in love and not in hate, but I send them off in love and in hope that maybe Maybe they would find happiness. Maybe they would find the light. Maybe they would find the joy in life again. Maybe they would get out of the place where they're uncomfortable. You know, I would really love for some of those relationships to return to my life, um, but not at not at the frequency that they were before, not at the place where it's full of self-deprecating and miserable comments and feeling like, you know, they're lost and and desperate for something different, but also unwilling to try on a new way of thinking. So um, anyway, so there you go. I'm flying my freak flag. I'm a weirdo who sees meaning in everything. And and it's not to say that everything means a bad, like, I don't even want to see the bad in everything. There are things I need to learn from. There are situations where there's like, okay, the meaning of that uncomfortable situation or the meaning of that bad thing that happened um, doesn't always have to mean something bad about me. It's just like there's a lesson to be learned. And what is that lesson? Um, And what is the perspective that I can now use for the future of my life? And I don't know, not make the same mistake and learn and grow from it. So I'm in a growth perspective. I'm in a, um, oh, even my son, I was telling him something about, you know, you can change. You don't have to be grumpy. You can, you can, uh, what, what, what were we talking about now? I'm on now. I'm not even remembering what we were saying, but it was just something about like, he was feeling frustrated and he was like, I just can't help it. And I said, well, you can help it. You don't have to be frustrated. You don't have to be this. You can just stop and tell yourself, you know, like being frustrated is how I'm feeling in the moment, but I can change this by choosing not to be frustrated and choosing to breathe and choosing to, you know, say, how else can I feel right now? And he goes, yeah, mom. He goes, that's a growth mindset. And I'm like, what? What, what, what do you know about growth mindsets? Like this is the self-development stuff I've been reading forever. And he goes, oh yeah, we have it written on the wall at school. You can either, either have a, um, oh, what did he call it? Um, a limited mindset or a growth mindset. I think he said limited mindset. And he says, and so you're either growing and learning or you're staying the same. And I'm like, amen. That's my son who's getting taught by a really awesome, great teacher who has new ways of thinking up her sleeve too. So anyway, there you go. Um, 
I also have been, I'm being coached by my nine-year-old son about how to do better on my Facebook videos because um, he is a natural at it. And so I said, tell me, tell me your secrets, Jonah. How do you, how do you do your live? How do you do your videos? Cause he makes these little wee videos for his friends at school. And I said, tell me your secret. And he goes, mom, you just got to be a kid. You got to get your energy. You got to have fun with it. You got to get a little silly and you just got to be yourself. He's like, because when you're doing your videos, you're being like a parent and you're a little bit too stern. <laughs> so there you go. I like, okay, let's just rein in the stern parent and release the energetic, joyous child from within. And there's going to be my secret sauce for having really engaging Facebook live videos for when I do those. So, um, okay. I think that's all I have for you today. I hope you have a great, um, start to the week and there's a couple of other podcasts that will be, um, coming to you about getting in the zone of creativity. And, um, I don't know. We'll see what the last I'll be trying to do like three short, ish podcast a week is kind of my goal. Um, but we'll see, we'll see what happens. Maybe it'll be more, maybe it'll be less. We, that's the fun part of being on the early side of listening to somebody on their podcast is you get to watch them grow and change and shift and evolve because, um, I'm trying something new. And when you do new things, you're not perfect at it. And I don't know, it gets exciting. Um, and maybe, Maybe it gets a little weird. <laughs> Maybe I'll get weird sometimes. I don't know. So there you go. Hope you have a good day. We will see you or talk to you again soon. Have a good week. Thank you so much for listening. Head on over to NicoleHerring.com to read the whole story, the good, the bad, and the ugly. It's all in there. Plus, you'll find links for Instagram, Facebook, and info on how you can rediscover your passion and reconnect with your soul, even if you're a mom. Emerge from the Fog is available on Amazon, so go check it out. In the meantime, have a dance party, take a walk, or take a nap, because the secret to getting your mojo back in your motherhood is self-care. Your family deserves the best of everything, mama, including the best version of you.